Welcome to the Get This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. Our guest today is Anthony Poon. He's an architect, a musician, an author, and an artist. Anthony, thanks so much for being on our podcast where your story is a gift to the world. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for having me. So I must say, Anthony, you, I meet a lot of people in my life, <laughs> but I've never met a guy who's a musician, an author, artist, and architect. How did you, well, first of all, how do, you, how do you have all these really cool interests? Like what, what started it all? How old were you when you had an inkling of some of your talents? Uh, it started with music. And uh, uh, as I talk about it, you'll start to see that, that in, in my mind, all, all of these things are connected. So my goal uh, at an early age, at five or six or seven, was to be a concert pianist. And I trained and I practiced um, as I older, uh, I started to think more practically about a career, and uh, I've always enjoyed architecture. There was a, a point in my, uh, uh, of my life, I had to pick one or the other. I was looking at two grad school applications, Juilliard for music, Harvard for uh, architecture graduate school, and I think the uh, practicality of my Asian parents uh, had me think, well, I better be an architect because the odds are I'll be better uh, able to support myself and have a profession than being a classical pianist. Um, so I chose architecture, but the great thing about that, running a company and being an entrepreneur still gives me the freedom to, to play piano, to write music, to teach and still perform. I don't think it would have worked the other way around where I am a concert pianist and I still try to run an architecture office. Now the overlap in all of it is that uh, it requires an audience, whether I'm playing music uh, for myself, for a small group, for a large venue, requires an audience. Architecture requires an audience. It requires visitors and users. When I read a book, I'm counting on there being a reader. Uh, when I uh, do my art, my painting, my mixed media compositions, it also requires an audience. So they're all forms of communication for me to share stories to others. That's inspiring. So my business is based in LA, but right now I'm currently in Miami. And one of the most inspiring architects here is a, is a woman named Zaha Hadid. And yes. for you, who inspires you as, as an architect and what can we learn as, as entrepreneurs? Primarily our audience are entrepreneurs, but like I'm all about how can we learn from different people in different professions? And in your case, I don't think we've even had an architect. So who's one architect that you admire and what's one thing that, that you feel that you've learned as an architect that, that you can perhaps share with our listeners? The architect that comes to mind is Peter Zumtor. He is a Swiss architect. Uh, he's currently designing new Los Angeles County uh, Museum of Art, new LACMA. And uh, I admire him because he has really blended his role as an artist with the profession of architecture. He keeps his business very small. Uh, he's very selective on the projects he chooses, the clients he decides to work with. He doesn't uh, appear to have to worry so much about running a big company if he just focused to what his philosophy is and choosing only a few special projects every, every couple years to, to work on and therefore giving it his, his most inspired ideas and not worrying so much about things like overhead and staffing and insurance and liabilities. So, so Peter Zumtor, uh, for those who don't know, 
you should really look up his his work. It's it's beautiful. It's elemental. It's very timeless and and organic. And uh, and he's with a lot of ideas of minimalism and abstraction and materiality. Uh, but they're just seductive, beautiful spaces. And I'm excited to see what he comes up with. That's great. Do you feel some of your work is similar similar to that in terms of minimalistic and quality? Just like every single work that you have should be of, of great quality or like what, what are some things that you've gleaned from him or in your own practice as an architect? Our practice is a, is a little different. Uh, I think uh, uh, ZoomTor can uh, get away with what he does because he works in a small village in Switzerland and really focused practice. We work in a, in a very vibrant community of Southern California. Every project we take on is, is quite unique. Uh, our project types are diverse. We residential, do commercial, we do uh, retail and restaurants. We also do schools and we do churches. Uh, quite a broad mix. There isn't any don't take on. Uh, we, we like to think of all of our as telling a story, the story of the client, the client's successes, maybe battle scars, their visions, their vision for their career or for the educational institution. This way, our projects, uh, some are minimal and abstract, some are full of her and, and, and tale and, and text. Uh, some uh, make reference to history. Uh, some reference maybe uh, a client's most favorite piece of, of music or favorite poem. So our portfolio and, and the output is quite diverse, but intentionally so. And relative to, again, going back to the profession of architecture. So for instance, if I say, you know, as a speaker, it, it's a great lesson to learn in terms of how you approach your life, meaning if you do not share your voice, your voice won't be heard. And if your voice isn't heard, you're never really going to do what you say you want to do because you have to communicate your message. Now, as an architect, you know, what is a skill set as an architect that you feel you've been able to apply just like from a, a perspective and awareness and attitude toward life to be successful? Like, what do you think architects know that other people might not relative to just the thinking process? I think of two things. The first is, Architects are trained to be problem solvers. They're, they're trained to examine a broad number of, of topics uh, all at one time um, and, and look for solutions and options and, and prototype and test and do a lot of what business is calling design thinking, which is basically how we're, we're thought. So that's a skill set that, that can apply to, to cooking a meal uh, in your kitchen uh, to designing a library, to, to even raising children uh, or, or finding new hobbies. Uh, the other side of, of, of architecture, uh, as you talk about uh, communication and presentation and, and being out there, is that a lot of architects are, are talented. Everyone has great ideas in their head. Uh, they can all, whether it's sketched by hand or in the computer, generate these ideas. But the key part is to be able to tell these stories, to, to present a narrative and make it convincing uh, to, to a potential client, whether it is a, a husband and wife or the board president of a museum or, or a bunch of decision makers at the university. You have to be able to communicate these ideas. You have to do it convincingly. You have to tell them the why, how it's important to them, what the value is that they get out of your design ideas. If not, then you're just a, a poet sitting in your bedroom, jotting things down on paper, but not getting the ideas out there. So, so it's the communication, it's the problem, problem solving, it's those kind of things that, that architects 
uh, are trained as a profession to do successfully, at least hopefully so. <laughs> and it's cool, Anthony, because again, you get to create an idea and then put it on paper and then literally see it coming to fruition in an actual physical right. um, building or, or, or um, yeah, that's a house, or that's amazing. We only have a few more minutes. Tell us a little bit about your book because you're also an author as well. Um, I've got I've got two out and and uh, uh, one in the works. So the, the book that came out uh, uh, two or three years ago is called Sticks and Stones, Steel and Glass: One Architect's Journey. Uh, it's a book that was inspired uh, as I read Anthony Bourdain's Kitchen Confidential. If you know that book, he reveals the behind-the-scenes stories of of running restaurants in the food service industry. I took that model and wrote, wrote my first book, uh, giving a behind the scenes look at the design and architecture world. So that book is part, part autobiographical, part behind the scenes, part rants and raves and part essays. The book that's coming out uh, next month uh, on Amazon is called Live, Learn, Eat. And uh, it's edited by an acclaimed author, Michael Webb, who, who spearheaded this project. It is a book on our architectural work, my work with my company, Poon Design. And it's three chapters. Live uh, presents our ideas about affordable and attainable housing. Learn is a chapter about our work in the education world, designing schools, uh, K through 12, preschools, higher education. And the final chapter, Eat, is our projects on uh, hospitality, food, bars, restaurants. And so together, it's kind of a triple threat book rather than just showing pretty pictures of houses. We're talking about the process and the results behind studying homes, schools, and restaurants. Uh, lastly, uh, my third book uh, in works is, uh, is a fictional book. I'm calling it an architectural thriller. Uh, in which several architects compete for a famous project in San Francisco, uh, the conversion of Alcatraz Island into the World Museum of Abstract. And uh, it's a book of intrigue, a book of murder, uh, talks about ego and arrogance, vanity and legacy, uh, passion and desire. Uh, uh, competitors start to die off and, and appear to be murdered, and, and there's a, a, a bit of a Grisham type of thriller meets uh, and ran the fountainhead. And that's something that, that I'm excited that's in the works already. That's awesome. Anthony, thanks so much for being on the Gifters podcast. If you want to learn from a person that has such an eclectic and diverse palette of skill sets, definitely check out Anthony. Anthony, how can our guests stay in touch with you? Uh, two ways. Uh, my company website is www.poondesign.com. And Poon is spelled P as in Peter. O-O-N, and to follow uh, all my writings, uh, www.anthonypoon.com. Again, Poon is P-O-O-N. Awesome. Anthony, thanks again for being on a gift this podcast where your story is a gift to the world. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for having me.